Yomadav Kaf Gimel, the last thing we were discussing were the Kohanim who were racing up the ramp to get to the Mizbeach, to be able to do Trumat Adeshen. And we said we don't count them we, we because we don't count people. And then we got into David, Zabirav, uh, counting Ben Israel. And then we started talking about the greatness of Shaul HaMelech. He, he never sinned. The problem with him was he didn't uh, punish the people who made fun of him. And with that, we are starting Kaf Bet Amud Bet, the last line. In the middle of the line, where it says, Every Tamid Hacham. That does not avenge and he's not he doesn't bear a grudge like a snake. And not Tamid Hakam. That's not a real Tamid Hakam. But the Pasuk says, take revenge. That's when it's coming to money. What is Nekima and what is Netira? What's revenge and what's Netira that you have to keeping a grudge? Nekima, revenge, Amar Shileni Magalcha, let me borrow your shovel, Amar Lulav, his friend said no. Umahar Amar Lohu, the next day his friend comes to him and he says, Hashileni Kadumcha, let me borrow your axe or something. Amar any Mashilcha, no, I'm not giving it to you. Kedirach Shiloh Shaltain, the same way you didn't let me borrow uh, your uh, shovel. Zoi Nekima, that is called revenge. Vezoi Netira, what's keeping a grudge? Amar Lohu, Shileni Kadumcha, let me borrow your. Uh, Kardum, Amar Lehi, and he told them, Lo, the Mahar, and the next day, Amar Lo, Shileni Haluka, let me borrow your suit, Amar Lo, Helach, here you could take it, I have no problem, and Nikemotcha, I'm not like you, Shiloh Shatin, that you don't let me borrow, Zoyin Tira, that's called keeping a grudge. Betzara de Gufa, Lo, you tell me there's no problem with taking revenge or holding a grudge when it comes to your own body, Vehatanya, Hani Alavin, Venan Alvin. A person who is embarrassed and doesn't embarrass back, Shumain Herpatan hears his insults and doesn't answer. They do mitzvot from love, not out of fear. They're not worried about getting sakhar reward. And when they get suffering, they're happy. Those who love Hashem, it's like the sun when it goes uh, when it goes down in the, the middle of its might, in the middle of the day. So you see, it's not good to take revenge and to keep a grudge. Stigma explains, No, we're talking about a person, Tamid uh, Hacham keeps it in his heart, he keeps it quiet about it, but he never actually uh, takes revenge or embarrasses anyone. But the Gemara asks, Anyone who forgoes, anyone who, who bothers him, We also forgo all of his Averot. The Gemara says, No. That's as if people apologize and you forgive them. Okay, that's one story. But if they don't uh, ask for forgiveness, uh, you're allowed to keep it in your heart. Now, back to the Mishnah. We said, How many fingers they stick out? One or two fingers. If you told me two, you would, uh, one is even a question. Of course, you can pull out one. So I'm out of Hazla, like a shat's not a contradiction. Khan, when you only take out one finger, that's a bebari. That's a person who could pull out one finger. Khan, when we say only two fingers, behole, a person who is sick and he can't uh, pull out uh, uh, one finger without pulling out both. Nevihatanyaba, what we learned, a hat motzi'in, ushtaim, and motzi'in. We learned the khathila, you should pull out one, not two. So he said, Bebari, that was talking about someone who's healthy. A person who could only stick out two. I feel a bit of and you could stick out two, not a problem. The Hayhidin, which are Sikh Kohanim or Tamidah Hachamim, whatever the case may be, Motsi'in, Shtaim, 
they could stick out two fingers since they're sitting by themselves anyways there's no mistake but we only count one and so we're asking, wait a second, do we only count one? We don't stick out your third finger. Because people are going to be tricky. They want it to be counted twice. And if you stick out your third finger, we'll count it. So it sounds like we, we, we do count two. And the but the Braita finishes. Gudal and Monilo, we don't count a thumb. Velo od el sheloke mimune bapakia. If you stick out your thumb, you'll get hit by the mimune with uh, a whip. Now, bottom line is, it says Monilo, we count if you stuck out this third finger. My Monilo, so come explains what's Monilo. No, not me, a hot. We're talking about one finger, we don't count it for two. My pakia, what's this whip? Amarav madra. So we asked my madra, what's a madra? Amar papa. It's a stick that we hit uh, the horses with, uh, and it's called a pakia because the pasika sheb because pakia means split, and the head is split. It goes into a lot of smaller whips. Amar abaye mereshava. I mean, in the beginning, I thought haditnan ben bebai memune ala pakia ben bebai was in charge of the whip in the bet mikdash. I mean, I thought petilta he was in charge of the wicks. We have a Braita or Mishnah that from the worn out clothing of the Kohanim and from their belts, they used to make wicks and they used to lie with it. Once I heard that he would get hit from the person in charge with this whip. Now I understood what's been Baba is in charge of the Pakia. He was the guy hitting. So the famous story in the Mishnah, two uh, Kohanim going up the ramp, one pushed the other, and the other one got hurt. They were in a tie, and they were going up the ramp. One person got within the four amot of his friend. The other guy got upset, he stuck a knife in his heart. Rabbi Tzadok stood up, on the platform of the ulam that Hordus built. Our brothers Israel, listen. It says if you find the dead body in the ground, and the elders have to go out, and that's the whole story. Who, which one of us is supposed to bring the Rufa? On your people of Yerushalayim, or on the Azarot, or the Kohanim the Azarot. And then everyone started crying. Comes the father of the the boy who got killed. And he saw his son right before he's about to die. My son will be your kapara. And the father continued and said, Look, my son still didn't die. And the knife didn't become tame. So get it out of here right away. To show you that the Kohanim had such fear and they took the tarat of the Kelim of the Beit HaMikdash so seriously. More than murder. Menashe was during the times of Mikdash Rishon, and you see that he killed uh, so many people, and uh, they were very leading to Shvirut Damim. Which Maase came first? The man going up uh, the stairs and pushing and the, the broken leg, or the, the, the killing? 
On murder, Hachamim didn't make a lottery. They're going to only do it afterwards with uh, with a broken leg. The broken leg story happened first. Okay. So once they made the lottery, so why were they in a rush? Why did they uh, run to get within four amot? That the Shvichut Damim story happened first, the killing. So in the beginning they thought, It's a one-time thing, one crazy Kohen stuck a knife in the other Kohen's heart. Okay, that doesn't happen. Then they realized that even without some crazy people, even just in a normal case, it was, it was dangerous. Then Takinu Rabbanan Pasa, then Hakami made a lottery. And the Rebid Sadok stood up on the platform of the Ulam and he said, It says that the Parashaf found a dead body in the ground. Who should we bring the Aglarufan? Wait a second. How could Yushalayim even think of bringing Yushalayim? They said they were tempting said about Yushalayim. This is one of them. doesn't bring because it has to be on the Adama that Hashem Natan Nechad Rishta and nobody was Yoresh Yerushalayim. Ve'od. It says over there, Lo no so We don't know who uh, killed him. Veha no Over here, we know which Kohen killed the, the, this boy. Rather, he brought it as a drasha to get everyone crying and to realize that they need a kapara. The boy's father came. He saw him still alive. Uh, my son should be your kapara for everyone and get the knife out here. To show you that the tahara of the kelim was more serious than shemut amim. There was a question. Shemut amim who dezal about tahara kelim kedekayma kayma. What did shemut amim get lowered? But the seriousness of the kelim. Or stay the same, or maybe people were never serious about Shvichut Damim, it was always the same level. became more hamur, people got more strict with that. Meaning, we see this very often the, the, the Kohanim get less serious about the important things Shvichut Damim. Or was it never important to them and they were just mahmir on something else, like in this case the Tara of the Kelim? When the Gemara brought the Pasuk, that the Menashe got the point where he was killing even innocent people, the Shvichudamim became lower, and the seriousness of the Kelim stayed the same. Now, except for Trumat Adeshan, when the Adeshan, when there's so much uh, ashes, they would take it out and put it in a box called Pesachter, and they would take that box out of Yerushalayim. So it says, Upashat velavash vegadim ahanim. It says he takes off his clothing, wears different clothing, velzit Adeshan, and he takes out the Adeshan. Now, Shoma'ani, I understand, Kederich Yom Kippurim. The same way on Yom Kippurim, where the Kohen Gadol changes his clothing from the gold to the white, and the opposite. And it says over here, It sounds like when he's taking out the edition outside of the Azara, out to, to that Pesachter area, then he's going to take off the regular clothing that he wears to work in the Beit HaMikdash, 
and wears whole clothing. Talmud Lomar, no, it says, Upashad Begadav, Vash Begadim Hanim, we're going to learn the same thing by the Kohen Gadol, Makish Begadim Shelovesh, Begadim Sheposhet. We're going to compare the clothing that the Kohen Gadol wears to this, the clothing that he takes off. Malahalan, Begde Kodesh, the clothing that he took off for Kodesh. Afghan, same idea. When he's taking out the dish and big day kodesh, it also has to be big day kodesh. So then why does it say begadim ahirim? So the Gemara explains pechotin men, lesser quality clothing. Now, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, ahirim veotzi. Why is he put ahirim by veotzi? They made all koanim balimumin, koanim who have wounds and they can't work in the Beit Hamikdash area. Shikshirim leotzi the dish, they could at least do that job of taking the dish outside of the Azra area. Now, let's try to understand Tanakama. It says, Amar more, we learned in the Baita, Aharim means he's wearing Pechotin men, lesser quality clothing. Ketana deber bishmael, Ketana deber bishmael, Begadim shebishel ba'en kederad rabo, the clothing that you cooked for your rabbi, for your master, loim zog ba'en kosle rabo, you shouldn't use when you're serving him the cup. And the clothing that you use to take out the dish, and you shouldn't use for working in the Beit HaMikdash area. Now, let's try to understand what Rabbi Eliezer said, that Ahirim means that Kohanim, uh, who are Baalim, could also do uh, taking out the dish outside the Beit HaMikdash area. Amarish Lakish, ki mahloket mahloket the same mahloket with Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer about Hotsa'ah is the same mahloket by actually doing Trumat Adeshen. The Rabbi Yohanan Amar, mahloket be Hotsa'ah, the Mahlog is about taking it out of the Beit HaMikdash area. Aval Baharamad Ivra call, everyone considers it Avodahi, and a Baal Mum cannot do it. Ma'at Ahmad Resh Lakish, Resh Lakish explains, Amar Lach, Yisalkada Atach, Avodahi, if it really was an Avodah, Yishlacha Avodah, Shekshara Bishnei Kelim, is there such thing as Avodah, that you only have to wear two clothing? It says, Ketonet Badu Mechnese Bad, that's it. What about the other two clothing? You need at least four for it to be considered clothing. Rabbi Hanan explains now, In the Torah writes, You also have to wear the mitznefet and nevnet. It really is four. They just wrote two. So Gemara says, Umay So why dafka these two you brought up? Why don't you bring the other two? So the Gemara explains, Midobad. Number one, when it says Midobad, really means Mido Kemidato. It has to be his size. Mikhnesebad. The first thing, how do we know that the first thing the Kohen wears is the pants? You have to wear the pants when there's nothing else on your skin. Lakish, how do you understand that it has to be the correct size? The Pasuk says, like his measurement. It doesn't say, Midato, it doesn't say something else. It says Mido means it has to, you, you could also learn it to be his measurement, exactly. And Sheloi the Lemichnasayim, how does he learn that? Me'al Besaron of from the words Me'al Besaron. So let's say the Mahlokot Rabbi Yohanan Rish Lakish, if Trumat addition is considered Avodah or not, is a Mahlokot Ketanael, like Tanaim. Al Besarod, the Pasuk says, Al Besarod, Matamud Lomar Yilbash. What does Yilbash mean? Navi Mitznefet Veavnet, the Rebuda. Rebuda says it's coming to add the Mitznefet, the hat and the belt. The Rebuda Saomer, what's Yilbash coming to add? Lerabot Bigde, Kohen Gadol, Bayom Kippurim, the clothing that Kohen Gadol wears on Yom Kippurim, Shekshari, the Kohen Idiot. The Kohen Idiot could wear it the rest of the year. 
And Amar Rabbi, the Rabbi said, wait, I have two problems with that. Shtechuva, but the var. Hada, number one, I hold the Avnei Toshel Kohen Gadol, lo zehu Avnei Toshel Kohen Gadol. The, the belt that Kohen Gadol wears of linen is not the same as a Kohen Hediot, which is uh, which is Shatnez, uh, wool and linen. Ve'od, number two, Begadim shenishtamashta bahen ve'kedusha hamura, clothing that you wore for something hashuv, you went into the Kodesh HaKodeshim with, nishtamesh bahen kedusha kala, you can start doing a lower level kedusha work with it. Ela mata mudlomar ilbash. So what do we do with the word ilbash? We're coming to say that clothing that you wore last year that might be worn out, jaded by this year, you still could wear it the next year. And like Mar brings another bright tap, proving Rabbi Dosa allows the Kohen Hediot to wear the Kohen Gadol's clothing the rest of the year. Tanakama holds the Pasuk means that when the Kohen Gadol finishes working, you put it on the side, that's it, you can't, nobody can wear it anymore. The Kohen Gadol can't use the same clothing next year. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen